Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fairface Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Sorensen, founder and CEO of Fairface Washcloths for Sensitive Skin. I'm so happy you're here to join me as we talk all things sensitive skin, wellness, and even a little small business. Now on to the episode. Welcome to part two of the Sunscreen Diaries. Continued on from episode 10 of the Fairface podcast, where we'll get into answering the top questions around sunscreen, wearing it, reapplying it, and even brand recommendations for the best sunscreens for sensitive skin. So let's jump back in where we left off. Okay, back to sunscreen. One skincare company that I really admire is Paula's Choice. I think they are so good at educating their customers about their products and all things related to skincare. I'm really impressed with the way they communicate their messages and content, um, both on their website and in social media. They are often a resource that I look to when I have questions, not just about their products, but about some skincare topic in general, whatever that might be. They have quite a few good articles about sunscreen in particular, so make sure to check them out as a reference. Now, a few questions that always come up for me personally about sunscreen are what's the difference between mineral sunscreens versus synthetic sunscreens? What is the best sunscreen for sensitive skin and rosacea in particular? What is the best way to apply sunscreen? Like as far as timing, you know, with moisturizer and makeup. And do I need to reapply it? And how do I do that if I'm already wearing makeup? So let's take a look at those questions. So... The first one, what's the difference between mineral sunscreens versus synthetic sunscreens? And really, which ones are better for sensitive skin? Mineral sunscreens are ones best known to be well-suited for sensitive skin. They are also known as physical sunscreens that use ingredients like titanium dioxide and or zinc oxide as their active ingredients. Remember seeing lifeguards with like that thick white or neon colored paste on their noses? That's most likely zinc oxide, which is noticeably thick and pasty. Now with new formulations, companies have been able to create a mineral sunscreen that works well, but isn't so thick and pasty. And this type of sunscreen, as I said, usually is best tolerated by sensitive skin because the ingredients are more gentle. This type of sunscreen works on the surface areas of your skin by scattering, absorbing, and deflecting the harmful UVA and UVB sun rays. Okay, now synthetic sunscreens are the ones also known as chemical sunscreens. 
And these are the ones with the potential of irritation to sensitive skin because of their ingredients. And the way these sunscreens work is to convert <clears throat> UV rays into heat. So it deactivates them and they are then scattered and deflected from the skin to prevent damage. And I will list the types of ingredients to look for in synthetic um, or chemical sunscreens in the show notes. Because honestly, I don't really know how to pronounce them. And don't I mess that up. So they will be listed. And it's also important to remember to look for fragrance-free um, on your sunscreen. That it does not contain perfume or fragrance because those are irritants to sensitive skin as well. Okay, let's take a look at the next question. What is the best sunscreen for sensitive skin and rosacea in particular? So as I mentioned earlier, I have been using the Eucerin Daily SPF 30 on my face every day for years. And I'm also trying to be better about applying it to my neck and chest daily as well, which you all should be doing too. But it is a dermatologist recommended, lightweight, broad, a UVA, UVB spectrum protection. Um, SPF 30 moisturizer. Okay, so that's from their website. It doesn't clog pores. It's <clears throat> gentle for sensitive skin and is fast absorbing and non-greasy. And all of those things are true for me. And this is what I've been using for years and really like it a lot. For me, there isn't really a reason to find another sunscreen since this works for me. But after reading about some of these other brands, I actually might give some a try. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now I looked at the ingredients list of Eucerin SPF 30 and it looks like it actually includes both mineral and chemical sunscreen ingredients, which I'm surprised that I can use it because I'm sensitive to so many ingredients, but this works well for me and doesn't irritate my skin. And I'm wondering maybe it's because I use a moisturizer on my face and skin right out of the shower so that that's already on my skin. Maybe that's kind of a buffer of sorts before I put on my sunscreen. So maybe that that's why it doesn't irritate as much. I'm not sure. But through my research for this podcast, it really is clear that even if we share skin sensitivities or skin types, we can all react differently to the same products. So I decided that I want to give you some, a list of some products to consider for sensitive skin. And this list is compiled from a variety of sources, some um, from our Fairface Washcloths customers, others from different websites, and some from a rosacea and sensitive skin forum. So Paula's Choice, which is among those brands mentioned, has three different mineral sunscreens that they say are suitable for sensitive skin. 
They have two in their calm line. Um, it's called Calm Redness Relief SBF 30 Mineral Moisturizers. And one is for normal to dry skin and one is for normal to oily skin. And they also have one in their Resist line called Super Light Wrinkle Defense SPF 30, which they claim is the best tinted moisturizer with SPF for sensitive skin. I haven't ever tried a tinted moisturizer, but I'm, I'm interested in maybe trying that. Have any of you tried these, any of those Paula's Choice products? I'm really curious, and like I said, I might try one of them myself, and if I do, I'll let you know. In my interview with one of our customers and celebrity makeup artists, Christina Grant, um, that article is still on our website's blog, and I will link that. She, um, who has rosacea herself, said that she likes to use the Dermalogica Super Sensitive Shield SPF 30. And she shared that the lead actress on the show Search Party, who she did makeup for, liked to use the Suntegrity Tinted Sunscreen with its uh, color coverage and light application. Another one of our Fairface customers, Deborah from Michigan, said that she uses the Rosacea Care line and the Untinted Sunscreen. But she said she doesn't love it. It drags a bit on her skin and she's actually searching for a better one. One brand that came up a lot in the forums and websites among those with sensitive skin and rosacea, like um, if you have ever looked up websites on rosacea, someone named the Talented Lex, I think it's called. She's a well-known rosacea blogger and she recommended the, and I'm sorry if I'm going to mispronounce the, pronounce this, it's the like La Roche-Posay, am I saying that right? Roche-Posay, La Roche-Posay, I'm not sure. Those sunscreens seem to be just the right um, thing for her, and several other people with sensitive skin or rosacea said that they also liked the La, <laughs> La Roche-Posay. I'm so sorry if I'm massacring that name, but they also liked that brand, and it just, it seems like there's several different formulations. So depending on what works for you, I guess there's a few different ones that you can try. And this blogger, Lex, also recommended the, is it Josie Moran? Argan Daily Moisturizer SPF 47. And a few others. So you can always check out her blog if you want to read up on those. Now, I use Vanna Cream SPF 50 when I go to the beach. And like I said, it is thick, very thick. And I use it when I go to the beach because I know I'll be out in the sun for an extended period of time. And I mostly use it on my body, but I have used it on my face before. And it is really thick. And... Yes, my makeup goes on smoothly with that, but I feel like I look shiny 
So, Havana Cream 50 is the big guns for protection for sure. Um, but I also want to try their SPF 35 and see if maybe it's a bit, bit less thick and slick. So I might try that. And if I do, I will let you know. I have also personally tried the Neutrogena Ultra Sheer Dry Touch Sunscreen. I don't remember if I've used it on my face before, but I have used it on my body. Um, it looks like, according to the ingredients list, that it is a chemical sunscreen because it does not include titanium dioxide or zinc oxide. So, one person mentioned that they liked Neutrogena Sensitive Skin SPF 60, which I haven't tried before. And other sunscreen favorites that were mentioned in the Sensitive Skin and Rosacea forums were, is it Avino? Avene? Ah, I can't remember. Sorry. I think it's Avino, SPF 50. Uh, there's a Clarins Lightweight SPF 50, SkinCeuticals, Dr. Jart, if that's how I'm pronouncing it right. BB Balm, SPF 45. People talked about a Clinique City Block SPF. I think there's a 25 and a 50. Other recommendations were Elta MD UV Clear SPF. And, oh, I don't know how to pronounce this. Uh, Babo. Babo Botanicals Clear Zinc Sunscreen, which is um, supposed to be a really great body sunscreen, but it might be a little thick for your face. Someone recommended CeraVe AM Moisturizer with SPF 30 and a Clear Zinc by Ocean Potion. That sounds fun. Um... So anyway, those are just some of the brands that kept popping up through the forums that I read for those with sensitive skin conditions um, and maybe rosacea, eczema, anyway, any of the sensitive skin conditions. So I would love to know if you have tried any of these. Um, and what you thought of it. I may try some and see how my skin tolerates it, and I will let you know if I do. Okay, on to the next question, and a quick drink of water. Okay. What is the best way to apply sunscreen? Like timing with moisturizer and makeup foundation. Now, I've heard mixed things about this. There's an esthetician I follow on Instagram who said that you can apply moisturizer and SPF immediately afterwards to get a smooth finish. However, my dermatologist was not pleased when I told her that I use Vanacream moisturizer first and then apply my SPF after that. She said... She wanted my SPF to be the first thing that I put on. Other sources say 
it should be the last thing you put on before you apply your makeup. So whenever things get conflicting and confusing, kind of like diets, this is what I think. Don't stress so much about getting it exactly right. And don't let it get you so stressed out that you don't wear it because you're afraid that you'll do it wrong. The greatest thing I learned is that you can layer your sunscreen so you have a lot of chances to get it right. So I follow the rule of applying SPF of at least 30 liberally to my face and any part of my body that will be exposed at least 20 to 30 minutes prior to going outside. Or I will also add before sitting indoors by a window for an extended period of time. Now, this SPF foundational layer is important because the better you do this part, the less likely you are to need to reapply later if you're just under normal circumstances. And I'll talk a little bit more about that in a couple minutes. But, you know, go for the highest number of SPF that your skin and makeup can tolerate. For me, anything higher than 30 can start to get a little bit thick and greasy for my face. So I stick with 30, but then wait at least five minutes for the SPF to settle and sink in because you don't want to dilute it with your makeup and then apply your foundation. And if you have a foundation with SPF in it, as well as your first layer of sunscreen before you put your foundation on, great, even better. You get another layer of protection and another chance to get SPF right. It's a common misconception that you can just use foundation with SPF in it. And what I've heard over and over is that foundation with SPF just really doesn't give you quite enough protection. So in general, you probably need more than what is in your foundation. So that's why applying SPF to your skin before applying your foundation, even if it has SPF in it, is important. Now, I'm still going to put on my moisturizer right out of the shower after applying my Metro Gel to my face. And I'm going to wait about five minutes after putting the moisturizer on before applying my SPF because that works for me. Sun protection. Oh, one thing. That's right. One thing I was going to tell you is that sun protection isn't just about the heat. It's about the light, and that's why it is important to wear sunscreen 365 days of the year, even when you're inside. Just make it a healthy habit that is part of your daily routine. Okay, so the last question is, do I need to reapply sunscreen every two hours? And if so... How do I do that if I'm already wearing makeup? 
for me, unless I'm at the beach or sweating a lot, I don't reapply my sunscreen. And according to an article on Paula's Choice, that is okay. It says if you apply the SPF liberally in the beginning, like I said, that important foundational SPF layer, reapplication isn't critical. So I will go with that. And if I do happen to have, you know, if I'm at the beach and I have that extra can of spray sunscreen that I can spray over the top of any existing sunscreen, I will still use that because why not make sure that I am triple, quadruple protected, you know? So keep that in mind. But basically, if you're going to be outside in the sun, sweating, in the pool, in the ocean, it's best to reapply your sunscreen about every two hours. But under normal circumstances, indoors or if you are just in and out, if you started out with an adequate amount of sunscreen on your face and body, you don't need to worry about reapplying it, according to the things that I have read. So I've pretty much been doing it right, and you are probably doing it right. Sunscreen is kind of like the whole drinking water debacle. Could we drink more? Yes. Could we wear a bit more sunscreen? Yes. So, okay. And let's do it. And remember that by adding other sun protecting measures, like sitting in the shade, wearing a wide brimmed hat, sitting under a covered chair, wearing a lightweight long sleeve shirt or SPF clothing to further protect you when you're doing everything you can with the sunscreen, then that's great because Sunlight begins to break down the active ingredients in your sunscreen, so it's always best to have some backups. So this was a lot of talk about sunscreen. And are you convinced that you should wear it? I really hope that you will. I hope that you will wear it every single day, that it will become a healthy habit for you. Because no one wants some damage. And no one wants skin cancer. And the, the, the hard thing is, is that the damage that is occurring every day is you can't see it. You don't see the damage until it comes up on your skin, maybe 10 to 15 years in the future. So because there's no immediately immediate response other than like a sunburn that eventually heals, people get the sense that they are safe by not covering their skin when really they are not. Unhealthy exposure to the sun can cause precancerous cells. It can destroy the elastic and collagen tissues that cause lines and wrinkles and sagging skin. Sun damage can cause freckles and discoloration on your skin. So you can still go out and be in the glorious sunshine which always feels so good. We just need to protect ourselves while we're doing it. Now, as far as one last thing is washing off the sunscreens, 
<clears throat> Don't forget to use a soft washcloth, like Fairface washcloths, to wash it off your face each night because it can be harder to get off sunscreen than just regular moisturizer or makeup because it has a thicker stickiness to it. And especially when you go to the beach and you might have extra thick sunscreen on, I know for me, I have to wash a couple of times to make sure that I get all the sunscreen off of my face and body. So let me know if you try some of these sunscreens that I've mentioned for sensitive skin types. I would love to know how they feel on your skin, how your skin tolerates them, um, how well they work with wearing makeup with them. It's really nice to have some good resources and trusted products to recommend to those of us with rosacea, eczema, or any other sensitive skin conditions. So I would really appreciate it if you would get in touch with me and let me know if you've tried any of these and what you think of them. So enjoy the sunshine. We still can enjoy it. Cover up, stay safe, and thank you so much for being here, and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me for the Fairface podcast. I would love to hear from you. If you have any comments or questions about what you've heard, please get in touch with me. I would also really appreciate it if you would take a minute to leave a rating and a review and share this podcast so it can help other people find us. To shop our washcloths, visit our Etsy shop, Fairface Washcloths, or on our website, fairfacewashcloths.com. That's F-A-I-R-F-A-C-E washcloths.com. And I would love to chat with you on social media. So find me at Fairface Washcloths on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much and I'll see you next time.